We watched Project Power this week. Welcome to Let's Run That Back. I was I'm Cody. Do that next. It's okay. I'm Matt. Whatever. But I'm so gonna. Can, I was okay, gonna sorry. say. Start over. We I watched. was gonna say. We watched Project Power this week, sorry. which was. Sorry. Let's let's run that back. Oh good God! Whenever you come, up, whenever you have a joke like that, that's actually funny. Now I like have to keep all of that bad stuff in to make up for the punchline at the end. <laughs> and it just makes it impossible to edit, but whatever. At least it was funny. <laughs> Sorry. So you'll be glad to know that there's no heat gain today. Okay, I was wondering. So instead I've got footage from the Miami Dolphins training camp um, playing. No, you don't. No, I don't. Is there a uh, is there a New Orleans basketball team? Yes, and quite appropriately they're named the Pelicans. That makes absolutely no sense. I mean, I'm sure there are Pelicans in New Orleans. Well, of course. When you think New Orleans, you think Pelicans. I tried to think of what those things are called. The, like, a beignet. That's what I, I was trying to think of beignets, but I couldn't think of it in time. Could you imagine if they were the New Orleans beignets? So, originally, there was the Charlotte Hornets. Okay. All right? And then they moved to New Orleans. And they were the New Orleans Hornets. And then when Hurricane Katrina destroyed everything, they played in Oklahoma City for a little bit. So they were the Oklahoma mm-hmm. City Hornets. Wait, so they changed the whole name of the... Uh-oh, Bruce's fingernails are tippy-tapping. But they so, changed the whole name of the team, even though they were just, like, moving just for, like, a brief period? Well, they didn't know how long it was going to be, and it was the rest of the season. Gotcha, okay. So for a couple of years after that, they got such good feedback... In Oklahoma City that they kind of split time between New Orleans and Oklahoma City. Okay. And eventually they completely moved to Oklahoma City and became the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm sorry, scratch. They didn't become the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma City had such a good um, you know, fan base that they took the Seattle Supersonics and moved them and they became the Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay. Then the New Orleans Hornets... Changed their name to the New Orleans Pelicans, which opened it up. Remember earlier, they were the Charlotte Hornets, and they moved. Well, right. in the meantime, Charlotte got another team again, the Charlotte Bobcats. And once New Orleans became the Pelicans, Charlotte became the Hornets again. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to Ball Talk with Matt. <laughs> we just talk about balls. <laughs> Doesn't matter what kind, we're fans of them all. It was very nice for Bruce to, Bruce to make a uh, an appearance. Um, he wants to throw his appropriately enough ball, and he keeps booping it at me. <laughs> We're not gonna do this right now, bud. Where's your ball? God, go get it. It is absolutely depressing whenever you tell him we're not doing this, and the tippy taps just stop. <laughs> Dead silence from Bruce. Everyone may be wondering. First off, why is Cody interested in basketball? But not only that, why are they talking about New Orleans? And it's because 
that's actually where the movie we watched took place. So, it makes sense. Welcome to Let's Run That Back. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. This week we watched Project Power, which is a Netflix movie, a Netflix original movie. And we watched it. It was number one in the U.S. on Netflix, just narrowly beating The Legend of Korra at number two. We probably should have just watched The Legend of Korra because that's entertaining in its own right. But but yeah, and it it's took place decent. in New Orleans, so I was interested. We're not going to unpack that comment that Matt just made right now. We don't have enough time, but because uh, <laughs> we we actually have a bit of a schedule to keep tonight. Um, but that's good because I actually have notes and everything. You want a yogurt cube? <laughs> oh God! Did you make the, did you make the uh, the dog treats? The homemade dog treats? I did, and they're way too big for him. I gotta figure Does out he how like to cut an ice cube in half. Yeah, he went nuts. But it's Does a, he just sit there licking? It's a big ass ice cube, and he tries to <laughs> eat it, and he tries to swallow it <laughs> like a pelican. Yeah, from New Orleans. <laughs> Imagine a wiener dog, a miniature dachshund, just trying to swallow an ice just cube. Trying like to a shake pelican. an ice cube down his gullet. <laughs> his like little That's chicken so breast thing on his chest is just wobbling around. <laughs> We've got a little bit of time for some banter, but not too much because our mom said that we talk way too much before the movie, so we need to make sure we cut that down. Yeah. But I was going to say, have you been uh, watching anything on HBO Max since we have it? Um, I watched a couple more episodes of Watchmen. It's so good. Really? It's so good, especially if you're a fan of the comic. Have you read the comic or have you only seen the movie? Yeah, Yeah, of course. Nice uh, non-answer answer. What does that mean? Yes, of course I, I read Watchmen. Okay. I read Watchmen before I saw the movie, and the movie was the first R-rated movie I ever went to in theaters. Oh, really? Yep. I'm trying to remember what mine was. The first R-rated movie I went to in theaters. I think it was The Patriot. Oof. <laughs> With Melvin Gibson. What different... Uh... With different movies. Mom, <laughs> anyway. Mom was actually taking me to see Scary Movie, and it was sold out. So instead, we saw The Patriot. I'm going to go out and say, you are lucky Scary Movie was sold out that day. Well, one, Patriot's a good movie. Two, Scary Movie is great. Yes, I'm saying I wouldn't want to watch it with Mom. <laughs> But what else have I been watching? Uh, my brother-in-law got um, Batman the Animated Series, and he put it on his voodoo, so I've been watching mm. that. I want to watch through that. I've never watched through that. Oh, it's so good. And not, not, not something that I watched, but I did buy part of your birthday present. Really? Yeah. Something I saw, and I just couldn't pass up. Wow. What what a great thing for us to talk about on the podcast, mm-hmm. my birthday present. Mm-hmm. Let's go into more detail. What is it? You'll find out on your birthday. Oh, good God. Good God. Okay. Um, your birthday, of course, is redacted. I was watching, I've watched a few episodes of the Harley Quinn cartoon that's on HBO Max. I've heard that's really good. I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. I, I was surprised. I, I was not expecting them to be dropping F-bombs left and right. And the the violence in it is like crazy. No. I was not expecting that. When I heard it was going to be like an R-rated cartoon, 
is yeah. is the violence over the top and the language is it all there for like just for shock value or is it does it like serve the story you know what i mean i i think the way it serves the story is i think they're trying to tell the story of harley quinn trying to become her like own villain that's like she's the villain and not just the sidekick of the joker and so i think the violence and the profanity and everything is all in there to kind of keep you understanding she's a villain and isn't like a hero pretty much also Kristen and i are almost done with the marvelous mrs Maisel, which Mm -hmm. is top notch it's such a good show i hear that from so many people and it just does not pique my interest at all what's crazy is that i watch that show and i like the story and everything but i just sit there astounded at the writing the writing is like i would say flawless and then a lot of the cinematography it's like one take shots for almost the entire scene and you mm-hmm. and you don't even notice um they, they do that all the time i almost feel like it's because the show takes place like in the 50s so they're almost doing like a filmmaking style of like how they did it back then and so it's a lot of just um not fancy camera work not a ton of editing and stuff and so because you have to sit through such long shots the acting really comes through as just being incredible so Mm. yeah huge fan of that show that and the hand handmaid's tale another amazing show i hear nothing but good things and i just we actually started watching handmaid's tale and i just it's rough just i just can't get into it I will say that The Handmaid's Tale is slow and also depressing. And so you got to really be in the right mindset but for something like that. But that sounds like it's that. right up my alley. <laughs> is you, To go back real quick to Watchmen, did they cancel that show? Is it only one season? They didn't cancel it, but it was always intended to be a one series, a one season, like one shot kind of thing. Yeah. And Damon Lindelof has said like, yeah, it, I, I'd really love to see some someone else kind of pick up in that world and do something cool but i told the story i want to tell so it has an ending it's one season but it has like it's a complete arc i guess like i said oh, I'm, okay. only, I'm only like three episodes in but it's been really okay. good so far well i think i think i'm gonna have to start watching that project power the netflix original movie that we are talking about today on let's run that back brought to you from the mines of Paranormal Activity 3 and, and Catfish. Catfish. <laughs> yes, we're going to be talking about all of that, but let's start off by letting you know, I mean, what the heck is this movie even about? Am I right? It's on Netflix, and it's directed by Henry Joost and Ariel Shulman, which is, as Matt said, they were the directors of the popular documentary Catfish if you want to call it that documentary and it could be could have been true i don't know and oh i was doing air quotes when i said documentary yes he was i forgot this is not a visual medium <laughs> but they also did paranormal activity 3 which i believe we've mentioned on the podcast that matt cannot stand those movies movies <laughs> he's doing oh, air quotes sorry again. i did air quotes when i said movies <laughs> I liked one, two, and three, and I felt that they got better every time. So, I was a huge fan of the third movie. I can appreciate that it was trying to do something different. It just 
it wasn't for me. You've seen it once, you've seen it a million times. We're not we're not <laughs> we're not talking about horror movies today. Um it's starring Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon Levitt, Dominique Fishback, among others. And pretty much it takes place in near future New Orleans where a new drug hits the streets called power. And this drug unlocks a superpower within you for five minutes. The power you have, as far as I could tell, was a complete mystery until you take the pill. And did you get this from the movie? We can talk about it later, but just to have you jump in. Did each each person, like the pill didn't give you the power, like each person had a power within them that when you take the pill, it brought it out, correct? Yes. So we'll get into why that confuses me a little bit later, but the powers could range from like camouflage, super speed, invincibility, you could turn into the human torch from Fantastic Four, or apparently you could take the pill and just explode and die. You don't really know because you don't know what your power is. Which animal does that? The exploding and dying yeah. one? Just Voltorb? Voltorb, yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. And Electrode, I believe. Um, naturally, people use the drug to commit crimes, and the city just kind of explodes, no pun intended, with new powers all over the place. Like a Voltorb. The, like a Voltorb. <laughs> Just keep saying that throughout the rest of the podcast. Um, the three main characters are Robin, a young girl that deals power to pay for her mom's medical bills. Frank, a New Orleans police officer that uses power to even the odds with the criminals. I also was going to write down the only thing he loves more than stopping criminals is the New Orleans Saints. But I guess he never really said it. He just did not take that jersey off the entire movie. <laughs> oh, he took it off. All right. and then also we've got art aka the major and he's on a vengeful path to rescue his daughter from the people making power and his daughter tracy has powers even without the pills and that's pretty much why this government agency stole her so all three of them become intertwined art kidnaps robin to find out her supplier frank's commanding officer tells him to arrest art because he says art is the source of power, which is not true. And Robin is able to get art in front of one of the creators of power, but Frank arrests him before he can really get a ton of information. And after Frank arrests art, they kind of come to an understanding that there's a greater conspiracy going on. So when art was arrested, Robin sees one of like the the muscle guys that the the government agency has and follows him to a ship docked at a port. Frank and Art also end up at that ship because Art allows himself to be captured and Frank goes and meets up with Robin. So pretty much Frank goes and saves Art since he was captured while Robin goes and saves Art's daughter Tracy from inside the ship and of course there's a huge finale where the bad guys try to stop the good guys quote unquote I'm doing air quotes now from getting away and that's when Art shows off his power which gives him the power of drumroll a snapping shrimp not Voltorb oh sorry kind of Voltorb but (laughs) It gives him the power of a snapping shrimp, which apparently, like, 
pretty much means he can create a huge concussive blast that only kills bad guys and no good guys. Right. Unfortunately, he also kills himself in the blast, but luckily, his daughter, who has powers naturally, is able to use her powers to heal him. So, at the end, Art and Tracy get to escape with their freedom and take to the road. Frank decides that he's going to expose the conspiracy about power to the press, and Robin is left a whole bunch of money from Art that she can use for her mom's medical bills. And it's such a happy ending. And to write raps under a bridge. Hell yeah. So that that is pretty much the uh, the really bare bones version of the movie. It's, I don't know if it was obvious for my explanation, but it is an action like sci-fi movie that involves, you know, superpowers and honestly, tons of action pretty much the whole time. I have... Thoughts, of course. That's the whole point of this podcast. But since I've been talking for so long, what did you think? <laughs> I love this movie. Are you serious? I am. You're Wait, you're 100% serious right now. You yes. loved it. I loved it. I, it had flaws, but I, I had so much fun. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock your opinion. No matter how terrible it is. No. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I absolutely... It's, it's, really, it didn't have a ton of flaws. It had one flaw that was consistent throughout, and that was just that like there was no logic. I think Pretty the, much, The yeah. characters that were established acted as those characters would act. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like that was realistic enough. Um mm-hmm. But like the bad guy's plan didn't really make any sense. The 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 parameters that they set up for how the drug works or where the powers come from didn't really make any sense. Exactly. Um, yeah. There were just was like it, it was more like someone wrote it going, "Oh, this would be really cool," and you right. know what? Okay. It was. You know what? You you did a really by explaining that you loved the movie, you did a really good job of explaining why I will not be the one saying I love this movie. <laughs> but I did I did enjoy the movie. I also found it to be a fun movie. I thought that the action was pretty good. Um, it had cool and interesting visuals. Yeah. And honestly, the acting was pretty good. But the script in the end was just kind of meh, <laughs> which is a little bit worrying since... The writer co-wrote the Batman, but <laughs> I don't know what to think of that. I looked it up, and he doesn't have many film writing credits, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Batman. But so what I the the thing about the script is that there there's a there's a couple things I can nitpick, but the main thing was that it did kind of end up being exactly how you explained. They thought this is a pretty cool concept right. of a pill. Right. That it gives you superpowers for five minutes. But then they kind of just left it at that and didn't really do a ton with the rest of the movie, with, like, the plot. Because they kind of had little hints of things. Like, they were trying to make, like, points about, like, oh, you know, the government kind of testing on minority neighborhoods or the way that, you know, New Orleans is ignored. They kind of made, like, a, a little... There was a line about, like, you know how it was after the hurricane. Like, right. what do you think it's going to be like now and stuff? And so I feel like they kind of made, like, little nudges of, like, this is 
something that's going on in the world but then like they just talked about it they didn't like visually show us anything or create like a theme and then the other thing that was annoying was they made the point to explain that you don't know what your power is until you take it and the pill doesn't give you the power it like unlocks the power you know they also made the point to express that all of the powers originate from animals and if that's the case it almost feels like the power is in the pill then and it's like some sort of genetic thing in the pill cody you idiot (laughs) (laughs) cody 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 you have animal random animal dna in your body right now it might be marsupial dna it might be reptile dna it might be random animal that we don't know about that just explodes. Voltorb. It could be Voltorb DNA. You don't know. You know what it'll tell you? Taking that pill. The power pill, which I'm pretty sure is just an LED light. <laughs> yeah, that you literally have to twist to turn on the light. But you got that from the movie, or that's an assumption you've made? No, that's kind of what I got from the movie. Okay, I may have missed it. It was one in the morning while I was watching this. Because he said, what was it? They played the video for when the bad guy was getting ready to sell it to, I don't know, the Hispanic lady. Yes. And it was saying, oh, look how advanced all these animals are. You can have these powers too with this pill. And then Jamie Foxx's monologue about the snapping shrimp he was like, oh, guess where I got my powers? And so it kind of, at least that's where I took it. Right. Was, oh, okay, he's got snapping shrimp DNA in him I'm at somewhere. Least happy, I'm at least happy that you could come up with anything, you know? Because <laughs> I, I, I could not figure that out. Like I said, very and little then, logic. Yes, of course. <laughs> and then my, my last thing was just, you know, typical, like, you know, on the nose kind of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, th- my favorite example of this that I told Kristen about was, you know, Jamie Foxx is talking to, which Jamie Foxx is, is Art. Art is talking to Robin about how she deals power. And he's like, so what's your power? And she's like, I don't know. I've never tried it. And he's like, you kidding me? You're a dealer. You never tried it. She's like, no. And he's like, well, what do you do? And she's like, I rap. And they have, like, that conversation about, like, spit something for me and, like, all that. Mm-hmm. And she raps. She freestyles for him. And she's he she's great, you know. And he goes, that's your power. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, God, come on, man. It is her power. No, it's not. <laughs> her power could be that she grows a pouch on her stomach like a kangaroo. That could be her power. We don't know, though. She's never taken the pill. It's that she can stand on her prehensile tail like a kangaroo. Oh. That could be a cool one. That's for, like, parties. You get their attention with the tail, and then you start rapping, and they, like, they got you, you know? That being said, I don't know I don't know a ton about rap. It seemed to me she was a good rapper. Well, yeah, but, like, she's a character, and someone wrote... What I'm saying, though, is with all the cheesy dialogue and the, like, not thought through oh, plot lines, yeah. they wrote her good rap. Someone with some real talent 
yes, <laughs> wrote those. Those were really good. The one in the school that was her daydream was really good. Yes, it was. I was I was sitting there while she was like rapping at her teacher that was trying to put her down. I was just like, oh shit, like <laughs> you are destroying this man. And then it showed that it was a daydream, and I was like, oh, that that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> that hard cut to him just still yes. standing over her desk was hilarious. Yes, was such a good piece of editing. Yes, it was really good because that because that like uproarious cheering from her classmates as they like lift her up and everything, and it just cuts to silence and him standing there. <laughs> right, that was really good, and that that's that's a good segue into how the visuals were interesting. I I can't say how good of a uh, or how high of a budget they had they had what looked to me like very good cgi and a lot of the you know transformations that happened mm-hmm. with people that had the powers and stuff and they clearly were able to afford expensive locations like like a barge ship and um and things like that but during the action scenes, it felt like they had to find creative ways to not show like big, huge action set pieces. And so they came up with interesting ways to show action scenes that right. maybe you hadn't seen as much before. The obvious one that I liked a lot was when the, they were in like the bad guys, like kind of basement laboratory, mm-hmm. and they put a woman in this like clear chamber so that she could use her powers safely when she uses the power pill and i assume to protect everyone if she exploded you're using quotations again and pretty much when all when when art starts killing everybody you watch it from her perspective where she's freaking out not being able to control her powers as he's like throwing people against the walls and everything you see right. it all from this like contained space where you can't really follow all the action right and her whatever again i don't know what animal in the animal kingdom is essentially uh ice man from the x-men <laughs> yeah, exactly um, but uh that's her power so the glass uh in, on the cage is uh like freezing over so you can't really see right. out real well you can just get like it's getting foggy snippets and so that was really cool because you, you know still you don't hear all the action yes exactly and so you can imagine what's happening and even without a power pill jamie fox is apparently just batman and right. he is just destroying people left and right well batman that kills and <laughs> and so yeah they had really really cool you know interesting visuals like that the cgi was great if the script wasn't so generic, I feel like I would like love it a lot more, you know? Yeah. Can can we say something for what a good actor Joseph Gordon-Levitt is? Yes, we can. And, Everything and that he he's wasn't in. the only one, but he was he was no, great the, in this. The, Jamie Foxx was great. I I I don't know her name. The girl that played Robin was great. Dominique Fishback. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, they were all great. I but agree. But Joseph Gordon-Levitt in particular, I feel like Yes. was just phenomenal. He stood out and I was thinking where where's he been? Have I just not been watching Joseph Gordon-Levitt movies? He hasn't really or... done much. Right. And I've pretty much while I was watching him and while I was enjoying his performance, I was thinking I don't think I've ever disliked this guy in anything he's ever been in. No. Um Don Juan was not I'm sorry, Don John was not like <laughs> 
the best movie ever. Right. But he was good in it, and he wrote and directed yeah. it. <laughs> right. Um, so maybe not as good at those things, but <laughs> acting, very good. Right. He's just got he's got a very likable energy too. So um, you know, even when you're trying to have a character that they want you to like and understand right away, they they cast Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And I thought Jamie Foxx was really cool too because he played that like anti-hero mm-hmm. well, where he's like kind of crazy and you don't really like him, but then also. He's got that, you know, I don't want to say good reason for what he's doing, but he's got kind of like more of a human reason for doing what he's doing. Right, right. And and so, you know. <clears throat> he hasn't really done anything in a while either. Yeah, Have you seen I, him in anything since Amazing Spider-Man 2? <laughs> he, he has to have done something. Matt, we don't, we don't talk about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Baby Driver? He was in Baby Driver. He was in that really funny scene. He was being all serious, and someone he, his name was like Bats or something like that, and he wanted to Bats. That's exactly bat. right. Yeah, ja- yeah. Jamie Foxx was also. I really, I really liked him, and uh, really, the main issue for me with acting was the villains, and it's mostly because they didn't really get any screen time. So, like, I, I didn't even know who any of them were. I kept thinking they were going to do something cool and like the head lady was going to end up being the mother of Jamie Foxx's daughter and there right. was going to be like some other level of like a twist. Right. And nope, just generic bad guy. No. It's like why are you doing this? Because if we don't the plot doesn't go anywhere. Right, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, what else did you uh did you like about it? They integrated rap into the movie in a, a pretty effective way that you don't really see in movies. If there's music or song sung, it's usually you know more show tuny, right? Um, more like Disney movie ish, um, right? Or the rap is like the plot. Like obviously, yeah. Eight Mile did it well. Um, I see what you mean because like it, like obviously her saying I'm a rapper, like that's cool or whatever, but it's cool that multiple times she was able to use it to like get us on, on her side in the movie because you get to see that daydream moment where she just tells off her teacher and you get to, you watch that and you think, God, like I wish I could do that. And then when it shows that it was just a daydream, you think, yeah, that's actually more like what it would have been like for <laughs> right. me. So you get to like kind of have that connection to her. And then, you know, she's able to also win art over with it. And with it being Jamie Foxx, when she was sitting there rapping, I just imagine him throwing harmonies down over him. Like, what if he just, <laughs> she just start? he's just like, hey. <laughs> but um, I also liked that they, uh, they killed Machine Gun Kelly. That was, uh, <laughs> that was kind of good. <laughs> I did. I gotta be honest, this shows how out of the loop I am. I didn't realize it was Machine Gun Kelly at all. Uh-huh. And then I started thinking about how I had seen something about him having a music video recently where he was like Human Torch. And I was like, oh, was that him? And so then I looked for the for his name in the credits and he was credited as his like real name. Right. He wasn't credited as Machine Gun Kelly. So I was like, I-, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But now <laughs> I know that it was actually Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah played newt 
Newt. I liked I liked the uh Newt's I liked commander. how when he was trying to find Newt <laughs> he just walked up to a door that had a Newt drawn on it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like if that's there was it. any wait, question. Does that mean that Newts can light themselves on fire? <laughs> they must just also have body climate control. Also, what animal does light itself on fire? I don't think, I don't know if it's that an animal can light itself on fire or an animal can turn itself into killer frost. I think that an animal just has temperature regulation and this pill brings it out to the extreme. Like Voltorb. Okay. <laughs> hey, man. I'm just trying to find some logic in here, okay? Hey, another rapper. Not anymore. Yeah. And you know what? I'll also be honest. I am kind of a sucker for a happy ending. Sometimes I'm watching a movie and I think, you know, I just kind of want this to end happy. Like, I don't want to... It's been a fun movie this whole time. I don't want it to have to end all bittersweet and maybe like, oh, man. And I'll be honest, even though that would probably make it a better movie, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, I just don't really want it right now with this movie that I'm watching. So... It's like, could you imagine it just ends, like, depressing? (laughs) (laughs) Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt die. Yeah. When she finally brought back Jamie Foxx, I thought, because they had shown Joseph Gordon-Levitt finally got shot, and he was, you know, it showed him touching his stomach, and his hand was all bloody. I figured, oh, they got Jamie Foxx back, but they took too much time doing it, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt who is bulletproof for the whole movie, is going to have right. died for a gunshot wound. And then as soon as my, my brain formed that thought, I went, you know what? I don't think they'll go that deep. She's going to heal Do him too, know? and they're going to live happily ever after. That would have been a better ending, what you just said. <laughs> right? Because you have the connection of the bulletproof, and because then they could do something else. I was thinking that like she could then make everything that happened go viral with some sort of crazy awesome rap song about everything that happened meanwhile how it ends now frank joseph gordon levitt is like yeah i'm just gonna go to the press with this and that's like his ending and right. then her well, ending and it, is and it, yes and it i got money added the like for all the good that they did yes the drug still ran its course the drugs still you know killed people and you know people that we've now become connected to because the people yes. that the drug killed throughout the whole movie we didn't care about we didn't yeah, know we didn't know, really know them right so well, that would have been a, an impact that would have made the villain more of a villain and the hero more of a hero right and a little bit more i don't want to say realistic but like true to real life yeah like I no mean, matter what you know what we do there's a lot of good that gets done but People are still ODing left and right. Well, and it would add to the, like, destructive way he goes about being, like, a police officer. He chooses that the only way to do this is for me to take the pill and go at them the same way they're coming at us. And that's that's a destructive mindset. Like, you're right. going to get more people hurt, get yourself killed, anything. And he... um. Him being bulletproof makes so much sense for him to die by a gunshot. Right? Just like you said. And they made such a big deal. I mean, if the drug is only going to last five minutes, then make that, like, matter. 
You know? I mean, they did. Like, imagine him getting shot right as you hear his, like, watch timer beeping like it goes right. off, you know? That could have been cool, but... They made it matter, but they made it matter with characters that we had known for 15 seconds. Right, exactly. <laughs> true, true. So, yeah, no. I think I think it was it was not terrible. It was not great. I loved it. It was a fun movie. Matt loved it. Would you would you recommend it? I would absolutely recommend it. And look, it's not going to it's not going to be your favorite movie of all time. It's not going to it's not going to change the way you look at movies or the change the way you look at life. It's not going to impact you on a grand scale or do anything crazy. But you're going to have a damn good time watching this movie. You heard it here first, folks. What star rating would you give it? Four stars, Alex. You need to phrase that as a question. Four stars. <laughs> like I said, you know, I didn't love it like you did, but I agree with what you said mostly. I think I would I would recommend that if you're looking for something that you can turn on a movie and turn off your brain, this is a good one for that. And I would give it Two and a half stars, mostly I think this for is the, the furthest apart we've been on a movie. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Literally, the choice to watch this movie was like, "Oh, this movie looks like it might be kind of cool." All right, <laughs> and then we we're divided. <laughs> but no, I liked Invisible Man, and you want you wished it was the Invisible Movie. So it should have been the Invisible Movie. <laughs> oh God! But Project Power, two and a half for me four from Matt. This is what it's all about, buddy. Are you in the middle of practicing? Yeah. It's Carrie. Carrie's in the room. What's up? Hey, what's up? How did you feel about Project Power? Yeah, what'd you think? I felt like I didn't watch it, so. Would you recommend it? Bruce would recommend it. I recommend... He's very excited. I recommend Bolt. But it might be because I'm home. Or might be for the movie. I don't know. Bruce, Bruce needs to stop recommending Bolt. He needs to watch more movies. <laughs> he says that there's only one movie really worth watching. So anyway, you're we we just finished the podcast. It is nighttime outside. That's what time it is. And you're about to run four miles. Well, I might cook dinner first, but yeah. You're gonna eat then run no, four no, miles. No. Cook. So you're gonna cook, run four miles then eat yes i cannot believe you're about to do that <laughs> i pretty much sat down all day and i can't wait to go sit down <laughs> well hey go watch the movie if you want don't if you don't want to what do we care our opinions don't matter just like the points that's right and so <laughs> thanks for listening to let's run that back i'm cody i'm matt have a good one out there and discover your power